I need to talk about how I can love my kids with everything I am, but also be adamant about the fact that my kids aren't everything that I am. This is the Help Me See podcast, and I'm your host, Bianca Mora. I'm an artist, an educator, and an anxiety-ridden mama who's obsessed with making meaning in art out of this one and only life. This podcast is about helping you see your life before it's gone. Like, really see it. I want to ask questions like, when does your now become your nostalgia? How can we be more intentional with the memories we're saving and not just capturing the highlight reel? You can expect an episode every Wednesday, some with just my introvert self rambling about what keeps me up at night, and some amazing guest speakers diving into how they choose to see. Something that seriously pains me is hearing, I wish I would have known how important that was at the time. I hate hearing that from others, and I'm scared to feel that for myself. I do feel like doing this podcast will be a comfort. I believe that if we continue having conversations about intention and awareness, that we can all live more fulfilled lives and create amazing work. I hope you leave each episode feeling inspired by your day-to-day with a deep piece of knowing that you're not missing it. So grab your coffee, settle in, and let's talk about everything that's right in front of us. So let me guess, you are either two in the moment, so you don't think to take photos and you're relying on your fading memories, or you take too many photos and pull yourself out of every single moment you have. (laughs) Which camp are you in? I bet you could guess that I'm in the overboard camp. (laughs) I made something just for you. Sign up for my free guide, See Nostalgia Now, Three Ways to Save Your Memories Before They're Gone. I list super simple tools and easy to implement ideas to diversify how you save your memories so you don't have to feel the pressure of missing the moment or forgetting your memories. I even include some strange personal anecdotes on how I've done it myself. I may or may not have secretly recorded my partner's reaction to my pregnancy announcement and then gifted him the video a full year later. No judgments, please. Head to my website, www.biancaliamora.com to sign up for the free guide or see the link in the show notes. I can't wait to hear how it helps you bottle up your goodness. (sighs) Well, this is as real as it gets. In case any of you tend to watch the video of the podcast on YouTube, There's no video with this one because I am so tired and so (laughs) just touched out. I'm, I'm just so tired that I can't even muster the energy to sit upright in a chair and put headphones on and plug in a mic. This week has been tiring and I had, you know, two kids go to urgent care back to back, like one day to the next. And, you know, everything, luckily I'm grateful 
is okay. You know, they're on medicine. But I am just so tired of feeling ashamed for feeling claustrophobic. And I think it's important that I record this episode because I don't ever want to feel like an imposter or a fraud and saving these sweet moments and coming across like my life is just full of these peaceful, sweet, intentional strands of memories that just go one into another into another. Of course I have that and I take those images and I take those videos and I talk about that because that is what I so desperately seek all the time. But I think a lot of it is based on, of course, one fear of missing out, but two, this guilt of knowing that if I don't actively seek it out, I'm going to miss it because there's such a big part of me that is so, I'm not even sure what the word is. I'm just so over this all-consuming conversation around motherhood in general. I need to talk about how I can love my kids with everything I am, but also be adamant about the fact that my kids aren't everything that I am, right? Like the difference there is huge for me. There's nothing I wouldn't do for them. I am so grateful for them. But I feel like, why is it that we can never, as mothers, we can never express our desires and our yearnings and our frustrations without padding it with, I would do anything for my kids. I love my kids so much. I mean, it goes without saying, we say it so much all the time. And when we're just trying to have these real conversations and these vent sessions and just regaining ourselves and our identities and our freedom, our mental freedom. I don't want to feel like I have to preface every single thing I'm saying with, I love my kids so much. I don't need to defend that. I don't need to qualify my love for my children just because I'm saying that I want more space. I was talking to a friend and she said something that was so real. She said, it seems that parents are always in a state of grieving. And it's true. It's like grieving the loss of our babies. Like day after day, they change so much and they're disappearing before your eyes. And it's so bittersweet and you want to cling on to every single drop, but also you just can't because you're so tired and worn thin. And you're not just grieving the loss of babies as they grow, but you're grieving the loss of yourself in specific ways. I don't believe you have to lose yourself to become a parent, but I do believe that the compromise that has to occur is unlike anything you could fathom. <laughs> 
my brain just feels charred and frayed and like it's smoking and short-circuiting. I'm tired of Googling. And it's funny because I, as I'm sure most people listening, if they have kids can really, I'll just need to get away. And my partner will say, okay, go, go. And I'll finally go to run an errand or something. And then I miss them. It's like psychotic. (laughs) It's psychotic almost. This push and pull though is what's so intriguing, right? The dichotomy, the the moments of the happy and the sad and the excited and the depressed and the everything in between. It's all, it's almost just too much, but then it's not enough. Am I making any sense? I feel like I'm making no sense, but I also feel like it makes perfect sense. At the end of the day, I am sure that all my kids really want for me is to be here now. Be present with them. When I'm sitting on the couch on my phone zoning out and my kid is watching Beauty and the Beast. And then all of a sudden he'll turn around and run to me and roar in my face like he's the beast. And he's just so intensely and so closely looking in my eyes. So he could go from being so engaged in the movie to being so engaged with me. And I will meet him in that moment. And then he goes back to what he's doing. And then I'm left feeling ashamed for sitting there on my phone. Why wasn't I witnessing the whole him the whole time? And it's the spiral that goes on in my mind. And then I'm just thinking now, like, I met him in that moment and I was there with him. I didn't push him off of me and say, you know, whatever. I I instantly put it on my phone, engaged with him in that moment. And then that moment was over. Can that be enough? Can I get rid of the guilt? I feel of like, spiraling down the what was I doing before he came up to me and why was I doing that he's most certainly not thinking that he's back to the movie I never want this podcast or the course I'm creating that's meant to help you intentionally see these moments I don't ever want it to feel like pressure like in order to live your life quote unquote right you need to sink into every second that's not my intention my intention about talking about intention is to feel like you have the confidence and the ownership in the making that decision for yourself that's all i i just don't want you to feel like you're just helpless and every moment is falling through your fingers. I want you to be able to decide I am going to check out because I need it. But I recognize that I'm intentionally doing that. I'm not going to feel guilt about it because that's what I'm doing. And I see the moments that are happening right now. And I'm making a mental note to go back to them later and recreate those moments. But right now, the best thing I can do for myself is be by myself.
we need this autonomy and this empowerment. This is the rest of our lives. No matter what happens, my identity as a mother will be forever. And I'm so grateful for it. See, I'm doing it again. And I'm so grateful for it. It should go without saying I'm so grateful for it. But what I'm talking about here is the need to find a space in that that feels good for me. That is one part of me, a very large, gorgeous part of me. But I need to make that work around what feels good for my life. I am a person independent of titles. I'm annoyed with titles. I can't even title my course. It's hard to title. I don't like titling artwork either. The words just seem so futile at times. Most times. Unless you're a poet or writer, then the words are just luscious. (laughs) No, you know what? That's not even true. Sometimes even the most simple words are the most powerful. It's just when your brain is swirling, it feels impossible to make sense of it all. Okay. So if you're listening here now, can we do a weird thing? Can we just take a breath? Okay. Let's do one more. Take a big breath. Just suck in through your nose as deep as you can. Hold it. And blow out all of that stale, hot air in your body. In this second, everything is okay. That's something that my partner tells me when I'm having um, really bad anxiety or telling him I feel like there's an elephant on my chest. He just says, right this second, everything is okay. Nothing's wrong. Oh, that's what he says. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. I wouldn't trade this life for anything, but I know I have a ways to go in finding my sweet spot in having more of the experiences that I want to have and not getting worked up when I'm not feeling my best. I think these conversations are so important because when I was going through my postpartum depression the first time, I had such anger that was directed towards no one and everyone in that I didn't understand why I wasn't aware that it was a possibility to have wanted something so bad and been so excited your whole life for this little magical baby to come and have this chemical thing happen in your brain where you're just not happy. I'm so grateful that 
I felt comfortable enough to speak with my partner, tell him what was going on, be honest about how I just didn't feel good and get the help I needed. But I really strongly believe that if I had more awareness over the fact that motherhood, especially your first time becoming a mom, it doesn't always equate to this newborn bliss bubble and the guilt and the shame of knowing that we are so lucky and having a baby that is not in the NICU and making it and X, Y, and Z, but still not feeling good. I'm done with the shame. Logically, we all have to know that doing what's best for ourselves directly equals being the best mother we can be. But it's so hard to hold on to that and not let your doubt and your guilt and your shame creep in. But I just want to remind anyone listening, and I want to remind myself that selfish is not a bad word. At least it's not always a bad word. Do for yourself what you would want your children to do for themselves in their lives. You don't care what they do as long as they're happy, healthy, and safe. Do the same for yourself. I don't care what I have to do as long as I'm happy, healthy, and safe. I had to get that off my chest. I have been up since like 6.30 in the morning and I just got relieved and was able to run upstairs at like 11. And I was thinking about all the things that I had to do and I decided to just take a hot shower to slow down, but my brain just kept swirling and it wouldn't stop. And I was just so agitated with myself. I just wanted quiet and my brain wouldn't even be quiet. So after my shower, I just face planted in my bed and then turned on the audio app on my phone and started talking to myself like a crazy person. <laughs> oh. I just needed to get it out. And I, I really hope that hearing someone else talk about this, if you can relate, I hope that it feels like letting the tension out because that's kind of how I feel. I feel like I needed to get the feelings out of my body so I could just relax more. And even as I lay here exhausted, talking about how claustrophobic motherhood can feel and how touched out I was, I still look forward to going downstairs and hugging my little monsters. <laughs> the irony, the irony. Can you relate? Can you make a picture that symbolizes to you the mix of the two? I think I'm going to try to do that today. I'm going to take a photograph, probably with my phone because I don't have the energy to lift up my big camera. <laughs> I want to make a picture that is bitter and sweet.
both abundantly expansive and suffocating and claustrophobic. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And then I'll post it on Instagram and reference this episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening to me cleanse myself of today's whirlwind. I hope you have somebody that you can call and talk to about this or send this episode to to make them feel less alone. You're not ungrateful. You should not be ashamed. And you are exactly who you need to be. Make space for yourself and your voice and what brings you calm so that you could make the most of the time that you have with your babies and make the most of the time that you have with yourself. You know, we came into these lives in this world alone and that's how we'll leave it at some point, hopefully in a million years and relationships matter so much the love is the most important thing and the happiness but that is not excluding the relationship and the love and happiness inside yourself with yourself let's all prioritize ourselves this weekend huh okay until next time bye-bye If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.